Flyers Daily with Jason Mertidis. All right, here we go. It's brand new Flyers Daily for the 30th of December as the Flyers are coming off an OT win over the San Jose Sharks. They come back in the game, down a couple of goals in the third period, rally all the way to get it back tied when Scott Lawton initially got the goal, but eventually changed to Travis Konechny for his second goal, 16th and 17th goal of the season for uh, Konechny. More on him in a moment. Flyers then get it to overtime where Tony D'Angelo picks up the game-winning goal in the extra session. Ivan Provorov and Owen Tippett with the assist, and the Flyers get a 4-3 win. They're outshot in the game 28-26, and it's also the first NHL victory for Sam Erson. He played very well for the Flyers in this game, and uh, really, at the end of the second period, when the San Jose Sharks are on the power play. Travis Sanheim in the box. He made several really big saves to keep it at one goal heading into that third period. And even though they go into the third period and Kevin LeBanc scores just 52 seconds in and now it's a two-goal deficit. But Owen Tippett at 557 of the third picks up his 11th. He's quietly on a 25-26 goal pace. And then you look at uh, the goal from uh, Travis Konechny from out at the left point. And he gets his 17th goal of the season right off the draw. Tony D'Angelo, two assists and the overtime winner. Travis Konechny, two assists in the game. And he continues just pumping in the multi-point games this season. He's now got, I believe it's 10 multi-point games this season uh, with that one last night. And he's also got now four multi-point games in a row this season. So let's put this into some context, because Travis Konechny played in his 30th game last night. Um, In 30 games, he has 10 multi-point games, four in a row. He's also only has seven of the 30 games where he has no points, where he comes up empty on the score sheet, no assists, no goals. So he's been on the score sheet in 23 of the 30 games that he's in. Now, I think that's important because, you know, you want your offensive players to be somewhat predictable in the sense that they're not super streaky. You're going to have super streaky guys. Owen Tippett is always going to be a super streaky scorer. James Van Riemsdyk's the same way. Those guys kind of burn hot, and then they have some periods where, you know, they're really trying to find the back of the net. That's that's what it is for goal scorers. But for a goal scorer slash playmaker like Konechny, consistency is key. Even if you're not finding the back of the net, you want to have those games where you're setting up plays. And he's got a few of those this year. The win against Florida uh, back on the 27th of October, he didn't have any goals. He had two assists. In the game against Toronto, the loss against Toronto on the 2nd of November, didn't have any goals, but had two assists. You know, you're going to have those games, um, you know, throughout a season And when you can get those, I mean, even the game against Toronto last week, no goals in the game, but he had two assists. Carolina, he had one and one. The game prior to that, the Columbus 5-3 win, he had two goals in that game. He does not have a a three-point game this season, but he's got 10 multi-point games this season in just 30 games. And over his last 21 games, if you want to kind of boil it down a little, little bit more, still a pretty significant sample size. In his last 21 games, he's got 25 points in 21 games. 12 of them are goals. 
13 are assists, and he's got uh, three power play goals, eight even strength goals, and two shorthanded goals. That uh, That's the type of hockey that he's playing. And when you're doing that, you become an asset in all areas, in all facets of the game. Kicking in on the power play, kicking in on the PK, kicking in five on five. Now, five on five is the biggest number. That's the most important because most of the game is played at five on five. The most minutes in a game will be played that way. And he's been so good even strength. And the big element here, too, is one number that I think that we we should not lose sight of with Konechny's season is the minutes that he's playing. Because he's playing more minutes than he's ever played in his career. He's averaging 20 minutes and 28 seconds of ice time in the 30 games that he's played this year. Again, part of that's because he's on top power play. Part of that is because now he's killing penalties and obviously 5-on-5. Five and, five. and the real big reason why he's playing 20 minutes and 28 seconds of ice time is because the coach has got a ton of trust in him, and the coach will put him in any situation, whether that's up a goal late, he trusts him in those spots, whether it's down a goal late, he trusts him in those spots, and everywhere else in between. On the penalty kill, he can generate offense. On the PK, you know, he's been great at at not only muting or significantly altering the ability for the opposition to score on their power play, but generating offense out of it. He and Scott Lawton, that tandem and that combination of those two players, the chemistry that they found on the PK. And then obviously on the power play too, he's a huge component of the power play. When you look at his season from just a, a sheer power play perspective, it, on the power play, he has got three power play goals this season and six power play points. So three and three. Not tremendous power play numbers. Flyers' power play hasn't been very good. But when you look at what he's accomplished this year in the 30 games, um, he's not only having a resurgence of a season, he's having his career year to this point. It's his best year in the league. He's still 25 years of age. He's a young player. He'll be 26 coming up on March 11th. So in his prime, early in his prime of his career, and went through some adversity because he had some seasons where, I mean, when you look at the numbers overall, they're pretty solid, you know, because he had decent assist numbers. He had the three 24-goal seasons in a row in year two, three, and four. Then the pandemic hit, went to the bubble, struggled, came back last year or the year after that in the 56-game season and only had 11 goals and 34 points. And then last year ended up with 16 goals but 36 assists, so the numbers are pretty good. He had 52 points last year in 79 games. But this year, I mean, you're looking at a player through 30 games now has 17 goals, 17 assists, and 34 points in 30 games. He's just having an amazing year for the Flyers, and he just keeps showing up on the score sheet. He's become incredibly consistent and a guy that when you're looking for the solutions around here and you're looking to find out who's who and what's what, Travis Konechny, a guy who loves to talk, 
and chirp it up is letting his play do the talking. And that's the great part. And, you know, there's a lot of season left. This isn't even a half a season just yet. They've played, what, 36 games. So there's still a lot of season left for Konechny. You just want to see him continue this high level of play through the entire season so that you don't have this, you know, bunch of steps forward like he's taken this year and then have some steps backwards as the year dwindles away. If he can really put this together and have a great year, then, you know, he's going to be a big catalyst of what's going on here going forward. Do they still need high-end talent? Damn right they do. Of course they do. And they need more of it. And they need more depth. And they need more skill. And they need more speed. They need all of those things. But he is really showing uh, a great season. And this is a guy that the last time they played San Jose, the sixth game of the season back on October 20th, was benched for a third period. The way he's responded to that has been kind of the perfect way to respond to it. You know, went in, talked to Torts after that. I mean, you look at his numbers since he was benched in that third period. Again, that was on the 23rd of October, the sixth game of the year. Since then, and so he's played 30 games, so this is going to be about 24 games. Since then, here's his numbers. In those games, he's played 24 games. He's got 13 goals, 15 assists for a total of 28 points in those 24 games and averaging about 21 minutes of ice time per game. So how he took that benching in the third period and what he's done with it since has been show a lot of character. And I think a big part of this for TK, I, I firmly believe this, is the void of some of the leaders that were here before. Not to say that he didn't like them or that they didn't lead or whatever, but when that void took place of Claude Giroux not being here and some others, it opened up an opportunity for a player that's 24, 25, going to be 26 years old on March 11th, to grab a little bit of that air, the leadership air in the locker room, off the ice, on the road when you're around the boys, and then also with the way you play and the way you practice and the way you're a professional. TK was a leader at every level prior to getting to the NHL. Wore a letter, wore a C. And I think he's grabbed a big piece of that pie as well, it's, it's, which is why I've said several times that I think it's important that when John Tortorella does figure out who's going to be wearing the letters, the C and the A's for this team, that he's got to be a guy that's wearing one of the letters. Because I think it keeps him even more invested. And it helps, you know, sometimes wearing the letter. I, I think we make too much out of it as observers, fans, media, sometimes the letters, because... There's a lot of guys that are big-time leaders that don't wear a letter, but and we and we make more out of the C. But for me with Konechny, he's a guy that wants to lead by example, and if he's got that letter on his jersey, I think it's, it's a reminder to him of who he is, who he needs to be, and where he's at in his career. Because he's at this point now. He's coming up on 26. He's in the prime. And like I said before, he had some tough, tough years once the pandemic hit. 
not up to his standard, not up to the standard that he set for himself and we expected as fans. But now he is delivering back on that level. And give some credit to John Tortorella here too because Torts comes in with two really big jobs this year. One is to get players like Travis Konechny, like Ivan Provorov, and others back up to a level, a, a higher level of play and a level of consistency. And the other part of the job is to develop young talent. Now, we see some of the young talent. Morgan Frost didn't end up on the score sheet tonight, but has been playing much better of late. We'll see if Joel Farabee gets his game consistently back to that high level. I think he will. Obviously, I think the surgery was a part of it for Farabee, although Torts is not letting him use that as an excuse any longer. You know, you look at a guy like Tippett who picked up his 11th goal last night. Tippett's on a 25-26 goal pace. You know, there's a lot of developing that needs to be done here. Some of it's happening at the NHL level, which is not ideal. Cam York, who played on the top pair with Ivan Provorov in that game last night on the right side, is the guy that didn't start the year with the Flyers when he and pretty much all of us thought that he would. Torts opted to send him down and make him earn his way back. And maybe that's the right thing to do. We'll see how that plays out. There's a lot of time for that to play out either positively, negatively, or somewhere in between. But those are the big tasks of Tortorella right now. Figure out who's who, what's what, but also about bringing players that are in that 24 to 26-year-old range back to their high le- higher level of play and developing some of these young players to find out what kind of NHL players they're going to be. Those are some tough tasks. There's a lot of jobs, a lot of responsibilities on his docket, but all of them of huge importance for Torts. So TK, ho-hum, another two-goal game. Big catalyst in that Flyers win, and they take the win over the San Jose Sharks. They'll be back tomorrow, New Year's Eve game, to take on the Los Angeles Kings. And thankfully, that's a 4 o'clock game on New Year's Eve. So a little early hockey, maybe some cocktails, watching the game, and then uh, you can get on with it after the game for your New Year's celebration and watch the ball drop and all those things that go along with it as we kiss 2022 goodbye in the rear view. That'll be tomorrow. And we'll preview Flyers-Kings tomorrow as well. Everybody, thanks for listening. Enjoy the win, and we'll talk to you tomorrow on a brand new Flyers game.